the World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Oh, it's live, pal. We're really glad that you're our friend. And this is a friendship that'll never, ever end. Everybody three count. Or maybe The Rock has got to beat Triple H himself. Which means, uh, he's got to beat the game, uh, in the middle of the ring, uh, and he has a $2 s- for a wife, uh. You're too damn selfish, and that's why you're sitting out of the bad leg, and that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. You guys talk about being students of the game. I am the f-ing game, JR. Three ain't enough now, I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. Oh my goodness, what do we do? There's a one, there's a two. Oh! oh, wow. So make no mistake about it, this is an official declaration of war. This is what you call... A paradigm shift. What's going on, everybody? Three Count Thursday. Uh, only Jim here with you on a... Well, if you're listening to this on Monday, it is Monday, July the 20th, uh, 2020. If you are listening to it today, that means you are a Patreon subscriber to us. And we do appreciate uh, all of our Patreon uh, supporters. And we uh, thank you and hope you're doing well. If you are listening to this um, not through our Patreon, first off, shame on you. Uh, secondly, you can subscribe uh, to our Patreon at patreon.com slash three count Thursday. Uh, but also we thank you for subscribing to us in, in any fashion. We're not uh, only in it for the Patreon subscribers, but uh, we thought we'd give this one a little bit of a special drop for the uh, Patreon folk um, uh, on Monday. Uh, otherwise, um, it is uh, dropping on Tuesday uh, for everybody else, but uh I'm gonna re I'm gonna review and recap and give my thoughts on the Impact Slammiversary show because I know uh, not everybody in the three count crew uh, was able to watch the show this past weekend. So um, I thought I would do this one myself, um, and that will give us uh, plenty of other discussion. Of course, Thursday Night Live uh, for uh, our normal three count Thursday. Uh, make sure you go to threecountthursday.com to uh, find all of our social media, our YouTube channel, um, our uh, podcast links to both our full show as well as the um three count thursday hot tag which we take the uh the best segments of the week we break them down and uh give them to you in a smaller to digest form of course our home network ngscsports.com so this past saturday live um was the uh impact slammiversary this was the uh 16th slammiversary uh, it was at the Skyway Studios, Nashville, Tennessee, of course, because uh, with with no fans, obviously, because of the continuing uh, coronavirus uh, pandemic. Uh, now, if you listened to our show last week, I was very honest. I have not been a regular Impact viewer for a very long time. In fact, the last Impact match that I can remember watching, at least we're watching live, um, was when Tessa Blanchard won the Impact World Championship from 
Sammy Callahan. So it has been a while since I've really dived into the Impact world and, and was really aware of, of storylines and characters and and all of that sort. So I kind of went into this one blind. Um, and, you know, and, and obviously if you listen, if you listen to our show, I, I've questioned whether or not I would buy an Impact or AEW pay-per-view because of the cost. I mean, 30 40 $50, depending on what it, this one was, $39.99. Um, you know, I, I question that because I've gotten very spoiled with the WWE Network and $9.99 a month, and you get takeovers, and you get all the pay-per-views and all the other content, and, for, and to spend four times as much for one show... Um, it's a very different. It's, it's it's something that is much different than just uh, just having the network and having it on demand. I get comp- other companies don't have the library and don't have the content and don't have every to have that network. So I'm not I'm not um, I, I'm not shaming any company. I'm not uh, saying they're doing anything wrong by not having uh, a service like the WWE Network. It's just that's where I usually come from. But I decided, you know what? Um, there was a lot of hype around this show. Obviously, Saturday was the day that, uh, the majority of the released WWE talent from back in April was able, it was the end of the 90 day. It was their first day. They're able to uh, sign somewhere else, appear somewhere else, work somewhere else. And obviously right now, not a lot of places to work. So, um, this is one that, that had my attention prior to the show at midnight on Saturday, the Good Brothers, along with uh, Impact Wrestling, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, announced uh, and, and, and confirmed the, the the rumors that had been speculated for weeks that they had indeed signed with Impact Wrestling and that they would be at Slammiversary. So that had my attention right off the bat. There was a tag team match that had an open challenge. I'm like, that's the perfect spot. I said it last week in our predictions. Um, and that's the match they started the show with. Um, the Rascals, Zach Wentz, Desmond Xavier, Desmond Xavier, former guest of this show, uh, they came out and then it was, uh, you know, here's, here's the mystery opponent. And I thought for sure, I thought for sure we were getting, uh, the good brothers, Carl and and Luke Gallows wrong. It was a, it was a tag team from back when I was a really a somewhat regular, Impact viewer, the Motor City Machine Guns, a- Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin, uh, back together in Impact Wrestling. So that uh, was an awesome uh, return, an awesome moment. Um, unfortunately, as has been the case with many debuts, returns, call-ups, whatever, uh, in, in 2020, no fanfare, no crowd. They, Impact had no crowd at all, um, which, you know, had w- been WWE's model for a while, and then WWE kind of took the uh, AEW model and uh, have the wrestlers as a crowd, but no crowd whatsoever uh, for for Impact, which I, I'm I'm totally fine with actually. Um, less people there, less chance of problems. Um, but uh, it would have been an awesome moment. Uh, this match, 14 minutes, 17 seconds. Motor City Motor City Machine Guns uh, pick up the victory uh, in their return. Um, I loved it. I thought it was a great great match. Uh, to open up the card with um, high energy, great tag teamwork. Um, really, there there wasn't anything that jumped out to me as as anything went wrong. Like I'm not, 
and and I'm not I, I don't I don't do uh, I don't do the thing especially right now I, I'm not going to sit there and write down a little note for every time somebody uh, you know slips on a rope or uh, you know might miss a tag or looks half half a second lost or something like that I'm not I'm just not going to do that right now like this is the one 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 form of entertainment that we have on a steady regular basis throughout this entire situation so I'm not going to sit there and be be crazy nitpicky with it I haven't done it with WWE I haven't really done it with AEW and I'm not going to do it here uh, with Impact so a great opening match uh, to start the show uh, then we went to the old school rules match for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship, the unsanctioned TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Of course, Moose uh, resurrecting that title, cl- calling himself the true world's champion. Um, and this one, Moose against Tommy Dreamer. Moose gets the win, 11 minutes and 18 seconds. This one fell a lot longer than 11 minutes and 18 seconds. Um, and and one, of, one of my biggest pet peeves, and I, and I, I pick at it, and this, to me, this doesn't feel like I'm being super nitpicky. I feel like this is something that should be done. Um, it was an old school rules match. I, I don't know what that means. I, I watched this show, and I didn't know what that meant when the match was happening. It's multiple days later. I still don't know what that means. Want to know why? Because they didn't explain it. And I know, I know that... Sometimes long-time wrestling fans, weekly wrestling fans, long-term invested wrestling fans get mad at the WWE because they explain the rules for every Royal Rumble, every ladder match, every fatal four-way, every this, every that. But here's why they do that. Because maybe, just maybe, there's going to be somebody like me for this show, this Slammiversary, tuning in, that hasn't watched the product in a long time, or maybe watching it for the first time, and they don't know what an old school rules match is. So now we have to play the game of, okay, is is a chair legal? Is there a count out? Is there disqualifications? Is it false count anywhere? Is it an I quit match? Is it a last man, last man standing match? Is it, you know, is somebody going to get knocked out? Is it a normal pin? Are submissions allowed? Are rope breaks allowed? And I know I'm, <clears throat> I know I'm getting a little, little deep on, on what, what is and what isn't allowed. But that's my point. You know, they, they explained it. Now, the next match, which, which we'll talk about, but the gauntlet for the gold match for the Impact Knockouts Championship number one contender. They explained, the, the rules were weird, but they explained that it was throw them over the top onto the floor until the last two competitors, and then it goes to a referee will get in the ring, and it'll be a regular wrestling decision. So whatever you thought of that next match, the gauntlet, at least they explained the rules, because this this old school rules match had weapons, didn't seem to have any count outs, so... I mean, I've been watching wrestling for over 30 years. Um, I, I was able to to figure out that okay, I guess there's there's really not any not any rules in this one. But my my issue is that it wasn't explained. You should always assume that there is at least somebody in in your audience for a show 
that is watching the product for the first time. So when it when it's something that that's different than a normal match, you should explain at least the general rules. Like, hey, old school rules means weapons are allowed, no disqualification. Perfect, simple. I can move on. But they didn't do that. Um, the match itself not very good at all either. Um, you know, and and it's uh, Tommy Dreamer, a legend, especially in hardcore matches, ECW. Um, you know, and 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 you know, Moose is, is super athletic, super you know, you know, he's big guy, super talented. But um, I just there to me there wasn't a whole lot of chemistry in this one. The match felt very long. Uh, the next one was, of course, like I said, the gauntlet for the gold match, determined number one contender for the Impact Knockouts Championship. Uh, it finished Kylie Ray last eliminating Taya Valkyrie, uh, 19 minutes and 20 seconds. Um, once they got to, to, to Taya and Kylie Ray, uh, the match was fine. A lot of it before then um, wasn't that great. It wasn't horrible, but, you know, it was, it was a battle royal. It was a battle royal style match. Uh, they had a couple of spots with this, with Johnny Bravo, uh, who entered who entered as Ty of Valkyrie and then as Rosemary. Um, I, I I I didn't get that, but again, that's that's me not watching the product, not being aware of who Johnny Bravo is. Uh, commentary: Josh Matthews and Don Callis did not do a very good job at giving any explanation as to why Johnny Bravo was doing this besides he's a wacko. Um, so, um, to me that, that was kind of a mistake there on commentaries part. Uh, Katie Forbes in this match felt like a really bad WWE attitude era knockoff. Uh, like she comes out just twerking and, um, it just, in, in a, in a time where, um, you know, that, you know, brawn panty matches and, and jello matches and uh, evening gown matches and things like that are, are, are a thing of the distant past for great reasons. Um, Katie Forbes just feel, felt really out of place to me. Um, that, you know, that character, that presentation just felt really out of place for me. It just, it just didn't feel like what we're, what I've become used to, um, in wrestling in, 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 you know, in the last couple of years. So, uh, that kind of turned me off a bit. Um, lots of talent in this match. It just, something was missing. Um, it just, it seemed a little sloppy at times. Uh, but like I said, once it came down to Ky- Kylie Ray and Ty Valkyrie, um, it, 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 the business picked up there. Kylie gets the win. Uh, super happy for her. We, we, we called a match down in Delaware where she won a tournament, um, on a, on an indie show. And, um, you know she she uh, super talented. So uh, Kylie Kylie gets the win. She will have a uh, a title match, an Impact Knockouts Championship match coming up uh, at some point um, here. The, the the next one, Chris Bay defeated um, Willie Mack to become the new Impact X Division Championship uh, X Division Champion. This match ten minutes in one second. I thought this match could have went longer, um, uh, but it, but it was a really good match. Again, I, I don't know. Um, th- these are two superstars that I'm, I'm unfamiliar with Chris Bay and Willie Mack both. Um, I loved Willie Mack's gear, um, a play kind of a play on uh, razor Ramon's gear. Um, so, so I absolutely loved that. Um, 
Now, I know listener of the show, Nick, who uh, I believe, uh, if, if all goes according to plan, will be joining us uh, this week on Three Count Thursday. Uh, he kind of commented that he he wasn't a fan of of Bay getting the title, um, as you know he he thinks he's a little botchy, um, and just uh, you know is he just wasn't a fan of the of the decision, the booking decision. For me, again, I I came in with no reference, so so I I couldn't speak for or against uh, Nick's reaction to the match and to the the victory by Chris Bay. But um, I I, I love this match a lot. Uh, I thought these guys. Uh, worked really well together, and in Bay capturing the uh, the Impact X Division title. Uh, the next match, and, and this is this is from from that match on. There are seven matches on the card. These last four, you know, really I thought made made the pay per view worth it, especially um, the the final two matches, um, kind of the the double main event or whatever. Uh, but the North, Ethan Page, Josh Alexander, uh, successfully defended their Impact Tag Team titles. Against, uh, as Ryan uh, called them on last week's show, Team Slap and Spit, Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan. Uh, 15 minutes, 56 seconds um, on this one. I, you know, in, in terms of tag team wrestling, and, and uh, in 2020, you know, I know there's there's hard debates on what tag team division is best, who does tag team wrestling the best, um, and, and, and whatnot. I know there's a lot of people that say uh, AEW does it best. Um, the WWE doesn't know how to book tag teams, blah, blah, blah. For the, for the most, for the greater portion of this match, I thought this was a really, really good, cohesive, w- you know, well booked tag team match. Uh, the referee had control of, you know, who, who was the legal man who wasn't, uh, tags, uh, counting through the, through the tags, Towards the end, it got it got it got sloppy. It got got a little, you know. Shamrock looked to kind of get lost a little bit, um, but overall, a really good tag team match. Um, and it just to me, you know, who does tag team best? I, I don't know. Depends what you're looking for in your tag team division. You know, I've been critical at times of AEW with, you know, not enforcing the rules that they set out from the beginning of their tag team division. Um, but they have they have tons of talent. AEW's tag team division is is pretty stacked as well, um, if, if if you break it down. Uh, but but again, again, a good match here, um, and uh, and the North picking up their win. A, a, a small bit of uh, uh, stats here. The the North now has held uh, their Impact Tag Team cha- World Tag Team Championships longer than any championship reign in impact history uh Taya Valkyrie had had that at 377 days as knockout champion the north have passed that so they are now the longest reigning champions in uh in impact wrestling history so a a, a cool bit of um of, of of history there uh for Ethan Page and Josh Alexander but if you're if you're if you're looking at it uh, there's a couple of there's a couple of big guys that just uh, returned to Impact that may be looking for those tag team titles, um, and then this one this was probably the match in terms of a in ring product uh, that I was looking forward to the most, um, and and this kind of you know erased the Katie Forbes uh, situation from earlier uh, in the card. Deanna Perrazzo challenging Jordan Grace for her knockouts championship and capturing the knockout championship by submission 15 minutes 
um, and 12 seconds. Uh, this match was really, really good. I we have we have had Deanna on this show as a guest multiple times. Uh, we have seen both of these women uh, wrestle uh, in Central Pennsylvania multiple times. They are two of the absolute best in uh, in pro wrestling today. I, I thoroughly believe that. Um, and um, you know, and and for whatever reason, I don't know the reasons. I'm not here to judge the reasons. I'm not here to talk on the reasons. Uh, Deanna Perazzo and WWE slash NXT didn't work out. Um, I, I I don't know why. Uh, is it's a it's a little baffling because I think she's she's incredible. Um, but their loss, WWE's loss, is definitely impacts win here. Um, and and she walks in and gets uh the title here at the start. And I know some people are doing the well, you know. She walks in and gets a title shot right away and ends up winning the title. And if you know people did that in WWE, then people would lose their mind. They would. I'm not denying that. Um, but what I do like to see, and I kind of poked fun at it with Brian Cage walking in and getting the AEW title shot right away, uh, Brody Lee as well. But here's the thing, and, and I, I kind of like that we're at this point in professional wrestling, be it WWE, NXT, AEW, uh, probably New Japan or All Japan. I I, I don't know. Uh, and even I guess here, even in Impact, we're no longer denying the history of superstars. Like be, like for a long time, you know, if, if somebody debuted in WWE, they pretended as if they were brand new to the business because well, they had a new name more times than not. But but now because everything social media. Um, it is much more easy to get your hands on wrestling content because of YouTube, because of you know wrestling networks, things like that. Companies, WWE included, no seem to not be ignoring superstars, tag teams, past. So you can have a Deanna Perazzo come to come to Impact Wrestling and get a title shot right away. And really, it's not that big of a deal. You know how good she is. And there's history between Deanna and Jordan Grace. So we know that. Like we don't we don't have to be we don't have to pretend that Deanna's never wrestled before. That somehow she's brand new to the business because she's new to impact wrestling. And I like that. I like that a lot. That we are at that point in uh in professional wrestling now. Um but again, a great match. Uh, you know, I, I'm a little surprised that they, that they, um, went with Deanna right away. But when you, when you have that opportunity, somebody, you know, somebody who had most recently been visible in the biggest company in the business, whether you love WWE or not, they're the biggest company in the business. You have somebody come over from there. You you have the opportunity to strike and, and impact it. And I like that. So Deanna Perazzo, congratulations, new X Division champ or X Division champ, knockouts champion. And then the the main event. Now this is the one that you know I I, I sat here last week on the show and I said it's it's gonna be EC three. I played the music uh, because there was a to be announced fourth man, and I really thought EC three is gonna come home. You know, this is the place that that he that he succeeded to the, the the highest in his career. So it was 
Eddie Edwards, Ace Austin, and Trey. And then the fourth man, returning from injury, Rich Swan. <sighs> and I'm not, I'm not knocking Rich Swan. Rich Swan, super talented in the ring. Great superstar, great wrestler. It was a letdown for me because I, I was like, I am ready to hear ladies and gentlemen. E-C-3, trouble, 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 trouble. But alas, this was not to be just a fatal four-way because there was more music that hit. And it was the return to Impact Wrestling of Eric Young. Now again, I have nothing against Eric Young. He it, he had in Impact Wrestling. He, he was probably the 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 peak of his career as well. And WWE missed the ball big time with Sanity, big time. I loved I loved them in NXT. They just they missed it big time. So again, I think WWE's loss is Impact's gain here. But it fell flat for me. For me, not for a lot of people, but for me. Now this match itself, 24 minutes, 25 seconds. Eddie Edwards captures the Impact, the vacant Impact World Championship, defeating Ace Austin last eliminated. Um, it, when it got down to Eddie and, and Ace Austin, I know there's been a lot of teases about our aces and ace back. The good brothers hadn't appeared on screen yet. Thought, man, this this is the moment. This this is the moment right here. Aces and eights, they're going to screw Eddie Edwards. Ace Austin's going to be the new leader. But no, not what happened. Uh, Eddie Edwards picks up the victory. Congratulations, Eddie Edwards, new Impact World Champion. And then the Good Brothers come out, and I'm like, hey, here we go. Business is picking up now. I thought, they're going to attack Eddie Edwards and start this thing. No, they attack Ace Austin. So it goes off the air with Eddie and the Good Brothers toasting each other with uh, Good Brother Lager or Talking Shop Beer, whatever it's called. So, and I think it was just Miller Lights in koozies, but regardless... A beer bash to end the show. Always a good, always a good time. Uh, so congratulations to again to Eddie Edwards. So that was the show. Now, now during the event, Heath Miller, I think they're calling him, or just Heath, but Heath Slater, um, came out, cut a promo, and uh, then went to the back, talked to Rhino, got got ejected from the building because close set. He's not signed. Um. As they said on the show, not signed, you know, coronavirus concerns, you, you gotta, you, you, it's close to say you can't be here. I, I, I loved Heath showing up here. Um, I think this could be a great fit for him, you know, the move, the move to impact, um, did great things for, for guys like Christian. I, I think this, this could be a potential, um, career moment. For uh, for Heath Slater, <clears throat> and then as the show went off the air, 
vignette it played EC3 turns around and uh, throws a glass against the wall and the show uh, ends Impact has, has since announced um, that EC3 will be on the show I believe if I if I read the um, if I read the tweet right, that he would be, looks like he will even be opening the show uh, tomorrow night, Tuesday night, uh, for Impact Wrestling uh, on, on Access. So, here's the thing, I will be tuning in tomorrow night for Impact Wrestling, Tuesday night for Impact Wrestling, because I love EC3, and um, I've been... Really interested to see where he ends up. I know he's been teasing Ring of Honor. I know he's been teasing AEW. But I think this is the best fit here. This this is where he's thrived. This is where people really know EC3. And and that's a good thing. This is this is this is I think you know, and not that he wouldn't necessarily thrive or, or, or do extremely well in AEW or somewhere else because I think he could again he's he's ridiculously talented especially on the mic and and that's where WWE screwed up so bad and it, it like it still it still baffles me like how do you how do you not give that man a microphone like are you just are you like are you trying are you trying to make people forget about him in Impact? Because the reason that, that people truly care about EC3 is because of his run in Impact. And that's not a knock. That's just that's the truth. The world title runs and, and the promos and, you know, his, his time with Dixie and then his time with Spud. And, man, the WWE, they, they miss hard on EC3. Um, so that was the show. I like, I, I'm happy I bought it. It wasn't the best pay-per-view of the year, but it was good. Um, <clears throat> now to go along with my new grading system that I, that I unveiled, I think it was for, uh, Elimination Chamber. No. What was the last, what was the WWE pay-per-view? I got to look this up here now, uh, before Extreme Rules. Um, it was... Backlash. I unveiled the new the new grading system for Backlash, where I gave each match a letter grade and then with a score, and then I add them all up, divide by the number of matches. That's my grade for the show. So I don't have arbitrary numbers. I, I did that for our co-host Matt, who who seems to give me hell if I, if I don't if I don't prove my work. I, it's like a geometry equation. If I don't prove my work. Uh, then I then I don't pass the quiz, so I gave uh, the the opening tag match an A, uh, the uh, TNA World Title match I uh, gave it a, a D. I I just didn't like it. The Impact Knockouts Championship uh, gauntlet for the gold, uh, I gave it a C. Um, the, the the ending was was good, but the rest of it just kind of was there. Uh, X Division Title match B plus, Tag Team Championship match I gave a B minus just because of the, there was a little bit of confusion towards the end. And then the Knockouts Championship and the World Championship match, I gave both them an A. 
So that comes out to 582 points. Divide that by seven. This show gets an 83, so it's a B minus. And I think that that's about where I had it in my head. Just on on, on Saturday night when the show was over, I thought that's about a B show, B minus, somewhere in the Bs. So that 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 math works out. And don't worry, Matt. I did I did the same grading for uh for the horror show at Extreme Rules last night. Uh, now I did pose a, a question on our social media today. I said I said told people I was recording. Um, and, and if they wanted me to, to, to cover or answer any questions, uh, we did get one in John asked, um, do you think they might stick to ACE becoming the youngest champion still? They have until February. I mean, I think it's possible. Uh, I don't, I don't know what, um, what the, what the relationship between the good brothers and, um, Eddie Edwards is going to be if they're going to be a little bit of a faction uh, or if this was like a one-off thing, uh, just to kind of fire a shot at Ace Austin. I don't know. That, that'll be something to watch uh, over the next uh, the coming weeks and coming months. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I don't see any reason why uh, Ace Austin would fall out of the uh, the main event picture. I mean, the guy's, the guy's, super, the guy's super talented. And um, I don't see any reason why he shouldn't um, be up there near the top. So uh, I, I liked it. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely going to stay a little bit more invested, at least in the, the short term here with Impact, because with uh, EC3's return and the Good Brothers there and Deanna as champion and what they might or might not do with Heath, um, I'm curious to see it. So like I said, I'm going to be tuning in um, on, on Tuesday night uh, when, when Impact airs on, on Access, which I have not done in a very long time. Uh, so uh, it's going to wrap it up for me. Tune in uh, on Thursday night, live, 8, 8 o'clock Eastern time on our Facebook page. That's where 3 Count Thursday live will be. Get ready. Um, for those on Patreon, tonight during Raw, we'll drop the next round of our greatest theme, uh, entrance theme tournament. And if you're listening to this Tuesday or later, um, then head to our social media, 3 Count Thursday on Facebook and Twitter. There you will find the links to the playlists for the uh, the second round, as well as the link to vote uh, on the second round. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Just make sure you're following us. Subscribe to us on all podcast platforms. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And uh, just go to 3CountThursday.com. Everything's there. Check out our home network and GSC Sports. And until Thursday night, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pin. Go for the pin.